Welcome to another episode of the Granite List Live, where we talk about all things related to human capital and employee benefits. I'm Lee Dill. And I'm Sally Pace. And today we are joined by Danielle Troxell, who is the Managing Director of Kind Souls Foundation. And Danielle, I can't wait to have you share the story of what Kind Souls is and what you guys do. I think it's such a, a needed space in the broader work comp universe in particular, because so much emphasis seems to be placed on the medical plan side and taking care of people and their personal needs. But really, you guys have filled a massive void on the other side of the health plan. So I want to turn it over to you. And first of all, tell us what Kind Souls is and how it got started. Yes. First, let me just say thank you so much for having me here. So excited to talk about Kind Souls. This is truly work that I'm passionate about. We are a warm line service for employees and their family members facing work displacing healthcare events. So that could be a workers' compensation injury, FMLA, medical diagnosis that's preventing someone from returning to work. And what we provide is a warm line service that offers emotional support and connection to essential local resources to our callers. So walk through a little bit of how it works and how you get plugged into employers. Yes, we know that people are facing a lot of barriers and feelings of devaluation or struggles when they want to return back to work or they're prevented from doing so because of a work displacing healthcare event. And so there's feelings of isolation and a loss of community in all of that. And what Kind Souls aims to do is provide that missing human element back into our care and claims delivery systems that is so vital to the employees in need. What we do is offer our Kind Souls sessions where someone would visit our website and click on our services tab, and they would be directed to schedule a Kind Souls session within three different modes of communication. We offer telephone calls, texting and chat sessions, and then also virtual face-to-face sessions similar to like a Zoom call. All of our calls are 30 minutes and completely confidential. We don't share any of our qualitative information that's collected with any of our partners or sponsors. And the goal of that session is really to empower our callers, allow them to feel heard, vent out whatever they're going through. Among a lot of the conversations, people feel as I mentioned, devalued or like they need to just put on a strong face. And there's a lot of hesitation in expressing what they're really going through. So Kind Souls is here to be that outlet and offer a listening ear and help to facilitate connection to needed resources. How's your marketing right now? Are you marketing within a company or is it really word of mouth and relationship? How does someone who might need your services find out about you? Yeah, we do anything and everything to reach employees and needs. So we partner with HR teams, employers directly through their HR teams to raise awarenesses. And then we also partner with industry leading professionals like the Granite List here and Amitros and Game Life, where they're sending information on our services to their members via newsletters. We also partner with Wilg, who's an applicant attorney association. And so we are working with different applicant attorneys to just raise awareness. I mean, one of the biggest barriers to getting help is not knowing what's out there. And we're a completely free service. Anyone can book a session virtually throughout the country. So 
through all of those efforts, we're really trying to raise our number of calls and get connected to those in need. I love that. And especially I feel like this time of what's going on in the world right now, there's a lot of people that can certainly use your services. So where do you find people on the other end of the line? What type of people are y'all curating to handle all those calls? So our volunteers are peers who have themselves been injured. Actually, a member of our board is also an injured worker. So we see people that are on both sides of the workers' comp world, right? Also, people like myself who are interested in psychology and and mental health. I'm currently getting my master's degree in psychology at Sac State, and I have a cohort of really peers, but their friends as well that are interested in volunteering on the line and just giving back. And then also industry professionals who have either retired or are reflecting on what they can do to serve more in our industry and their community. I know you mentioned that anyone can call in. There is no cost associated with calling in, but is there a fee for employers to plug you in to their population or is it purely sponsorships that you exist off of? It is all sponsorships. Yes, we are a 501c3 certified organization and rely on sponsors and donors to operate. So we never partner with an employer with the caveat that they need to donate. Our services are out there that anyone can start using them immediately. But it is obviously very, very helpful when one of our partners also decides to donate and give back to our cause because that's going to help us grow and keep us going. It also speaks to the value that they find. Does that mean that you don't have a group size? So it could be an employer that has five people or 500,000, or do you have limits? Um, No, there's no limits. We're really trying hard to grow as big as possible. And obviously that comes with scaling and bringing on team members as appropriate, but we don't have any limitation. I mean, anyone who is going through this experience is welcome to connect with a kind soul. Do you have a success story that we can share? I don't have a specific story that I feel comfortable sharing, but I will just share some of our quantitative data. I think it expresses how vital these services are. A few of those points that are really relevant and important to me are that we have right now a 55% return caller rate. So after that initial conversation, our callers are asking to speak with us again. So that tells me that our conversations are working. It's helping someone. They want to have more of these conversations, which is so great to me. And then we're also providing resources on 17.5% of our current calls. So we've connected people with services like emergency warming shelters for those that are homeless. We've also connected people with in-person support groups for grief and loss. We've helped some of our callers complete emergency financial aid assistance for those facing eviction and food service struggles and needs like that. And does it have to be the employee themselves calling in or do you support the family members as well? We support the family members as well. We have a few callers who are actually spouses of individuals that are out of work. And that's really where our story started. Our founder, Teresa, had a business partner and good friend, Jennifer, who was sadly diagnosed with cancer. And through that fight, Teresa witnessed firsthand how Jennifer and her mother, who was her caregiver, really struggled to find a readily available resource for things just 
like laundry services or someone to talk to. They couldn't find anyone to relate to them in that, that current situation. With that, Teresa and Jennifer decided that they were going to give back. After starting their business, they knew that a key point to their model was to give back. Sadly, after Jennifer passed away, everyone would say to Teresa, she was such a kind soul. And Teresa knew that that was the name that she was going to use to carry on their mission of combating this shortfall within the industry and throughout the country. What a story. I mean, that's a great story too. It's got a happy ending. Can you share, you shared a couple of the other avenues that you can promote with, you know, someone calling in needing help. Can you share some of the other list of services that you might get your callers in touch with? Mm -hmm. So it's really catered to the call. We have, like I said, connected people with like in-person support groups for grief and loss or financial assistance, but it's really anything that's out there. So a lot of the work comes after the call. Our main focus during the session is to provide that emotional support and collect the information that our caller needs. And then after the call, we're doing our research based on the information that they gave us. So their zip code and any other qualifiers, like are they a veteran? Are they disabled? Do they have other things that would qualify them for a various list of other organizations? And I think one of the great things about what you guys have built is because on the surface, it might sound like you're just kind of a, an EAP, an employee assistance program, but you're really not. You've really built a model that, one, the peer-to-peer connection, having people that have literally walked in the shoes of the folks that are calling in is such a differentiator. We have a saying on our team that people need people. And so that direct connection of somebody that has experienced something that I've been through. And then also focusing on workplace illness and injury is certainly, like I said earlier, such a a unique and needed position in the broader employer arena. As you all grow, what are some plans besides maybe wanting to ask our audience if they're interested in in getting involved, how they can do that? But what, what is on the horizon for you guys? One of our biggest rewards, in my opinion, is that we're helping the entire system. So we're not just affecting the employee and their family members in need. We are allowing the employer to fulfill their social responsibility. They can say, hey, we support kind souls. And this is something that we're doing out of good intention and just simply for our employees, as well as the adjusters in work comp system. I've had a few conversations with people that are expressing the overload in the system and adjusters just have too much on their plate. So how great would it be for them to refer, you know, someone in need to kind souls? Not only are they saying here, I'm, I'm acknowledging what you're going through, And here's something that can help you with that. So to get back to where we want to go, I think something that really excites me as well is being able to speak and raise the conversation of mental health. There's such a huge stigma around that. And I think that the opportunity to hold summits on mental health in work comp or different conversations, educational webinars, testimonials from employees, it's pretty hard to quantify our impact. And so the opportunity to share the stories as we grow, it really excites me. 
Well, thank you for letting us be part of sharing that story. We're really proud of the work that you guys are doing. And if I'm a listener and I want to get involved, what is step one? Where do I go? Go to our website. It's kindsoulsfoundation.org. And you can click on the tab that says who we are. And from there, there is a get involved box where it'll generate an email to me. If you are really moved to take action today, you can also give me a call. (laughs) I'm available at the following number, my cell phone. It's 518-948-2339. And we also are available at a toll-free number, 833-KIND-SOUL. Well, thank you very much for not only being a part of the Granite List community, we are very proud to feature you on the Granite List, but thank you for joining us today for another episode of the Granite List Live. It was truly such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Granite List Live. Access our entire library by visiting your favorite podcast venue or subscribe on our site, thegranitelist.live.